Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. Last week, I had the opportunity to walk through a rental home with a general contractor friend. He had been hired by the property management company to repair the damage that the renter had made to the property. Not only was there damage to the home, but it was also full of trash, old furniture, and food. It was not a pretty sight, but it was one that I've seen a number of times over the past few years. Whether you're a first-time renter and want to make sure that you leave a good impression on your landlord, or you've been renting for years and want to make sure that you can get a good reference from your landlord for your next rental home, today's episode is for you. I'll be giving you my top four tips on how to be a good renter. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks, with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. Now, back to the tips. Tip number one is to communicate. As the person living in a rental house, you're often the eyes and ears of the property. You are the one who will see things that don't look right, and the one who will hear if something doesn't sound normal. These are things that you should tell the homeowner so they can make sure that everything is how it should be. If you have a leaky faucet, don't assume that the homeowner knows. Call and tell them so they can get it fixed before it causes damage to the sink. Or if you see water dripping from a ceiling, don't just let that go. Call the homeowners or property management company immediately to tell them before it causes major damage to the home or your neighbors. I realize that at times it can be embarrassing telling the landlord that there is something broken because you may have been the one to break it. You may be worried that you'll get charged for the fix. While this is sometimes the case, I can guarantee that you will get charged more if you wait to tell the landlord. Most household problems don't fix themselves. They simply get worse. Waiting will only cause more hassle and cost more money to fix. So let the owner know right away when something isn't quite right. Tip number two is to offer to help with the upkeep. Do you want to get on your landlord's good side or even possibly get a discount on your monthly rent? Offer to help with the regular upkeep of the home, like the landscaping or routine maintenance. Doing these small tasks can help keep the property in good shape and will save the owner from doing the work. If the landlord has been thinking about doing some upgrades to the home and you're pretty handy with a wrench, offer to do some simple handiwork like painting, installing new bathroom fixtures, or even new flooring. This will go a long way to building goodwill that can result in a discount on your rent. Make sure that any task you accept is within your current skill set. Otherwise, you may end up doing more harm than good. Refer back to tip number one on that one. If you do take on any tasks around the home, always make sure to have the expectations written out with your landlord's signature. Why? Well, you don't want there to be any confusion as to why you installed a different toilet because you may be charged to have that toilet removed and the old toilet put back in. Just remember, if it's not written down, It can't be proven, so make sure that you have things written and signed. If you correspond with the homeowner by email, save and print all those emails just in case a question should arise. Tip number three is to ask before you assume. Now this goes along with tip number two. Before you assume that the homeowner wants or allows certain changes to happen to the home, make sure that you ask for permission. This applies to any semi-permanent changes you're going to make to the space. Renters are typically safe to add picture hangers and small nails into the wall, 
But if you want to install any shelves or larger pieces of art that require anchors, you may want to check first. Likewise, before you assume that you can change the color of the walls, make sure the homeowner agrees to the new color. They may ask that you stick to a certain color palette, or they may let you go crazy with color, as long as you promise to repaint all the walls white before you move out. Ask first, and you won't have to chance the landlord keeps your deposit just because you put a couple of anchors in the wall or change the layout of the closets. When you move out, the home should be in the exact same condition as it was when you moved in. Any changes you made should be reversible, relatively easy. If you aren't 100% sure that you'll be able to undo all of your changes, take the extra step to confer with the landlord so you aren't stuck with an unexpected bill at the end of your rental agreement. Tip number four is simply to clean. The final tip seems so basic it could almost go unsaid, but I can guarantee you it needs to be said. The final thing you can do to be a good renter is clean. I can't tell you how many homes I've gone into after a one-year lease where it was obvious that the renter didn't clean a thing for the entire 12 months. Yes, it is as gross as it sounds. I'm not saying that you need to scrub the home floor to ceiling every week, but there is a basic level of clean that you can maintain with very little work each week. If you need some of those easy tips, check out my episodes called How Often Should I? and How to Keep Your Bathroom Clean Without Cleaning. These two episodes will give you some practical tips to keep your home from getting gross. Not only will doing a basic amount of cleaning throughout the term of your lease make it much easier to get your deposit back, it'll also ensure that you and your family or roommates are living in an environment that's safe. If you treat your rental like disposable housing, you're going to be living with a massive number of germs, dust, and critters like dust mites and even roaches. Keep your place clean for your own sake and your landlord will love you at the end of your lease as well. So those are my four tips on how to be a good renter. But it all comes down to respect. Respect the fact that somebody is letting you use their own personal property for your own needs. They chose you because they trusted that you would maintain their property in good condition. So live up to their expectations and help protect their investment. Of course, this will also guarantee that you'll rack up a ton of goodwill and potentially even rental discounts from your landlord. Do you have any rental horror stories? I'd love to hear about them. Tweet me your experiences at The Domestic CEO. Thanks again to our advertiser, Audible.com. Mr. Domestic CEO and I are going on a road trip this week, so we're preparing by picking out audiobooks from Audible. We're going to have a few days where we're in the car for four to eight hours each day, which is the perfect amount of time to listen to audiobooks. Last year, when I went on a trip by myself, I listened to Girl Walks Into a Bar by Rachel Dratch. It was so stinking funny that I'm adding it to our listen list this year, just in case the mister and I are getting on each other's nerves after a few days in the car. This book should help lighten the atmosphere, to say the least. For Quick and Dirty Tips listeners, Audible is offering a free trial and a free audiobook to give you the chance to try out their service. You could choose Girl Walks Into a Bar or one of the other 150,000 titles available at Audible, including many New York Times bestsellers. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. That's audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home. <laughs>